You're listening to the 212 Roundtable Podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and Google Podcasts, as well as Apple Podcasts. Be sure to leave a review and subscribe. You can also find the Brew Club at 212.beer. That's the number two, the word 12.beer. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching 212 Brew Club. Now on to the show. Welcome to another episode of 212 Roundtable. It's I, Tony Golick. And I, Brandon Whittinger. And here we are on a weird, humid, gloomy Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. Yeah. <laughs> what I mean, dude, what the hell is up with this weather? Like, it's, the, it's this, been craptastic. Yeah. Um, yesterday was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, then sun was out, birds were singing, and it was actually kind of nice this morning too, because we actually packed up the kid and walked over to the Jefferson Park Sunday Market. Oh, nice! How was that? It was it was good, but I feel like like the moment we got him in the car seat and like went out the door, I was like, it's starting to look kind of cloudy. So let's make this quick. So <laughs> it's crappy. Yeah, I ran through the market and grabbed some stuff. I ended up at Lowe's this morning. That was, nice. Oh, that was good. Got in a fire pit. Oh, what'd you get? <laughs> Just a, uh, another uh, wood burning one, not a uh, propane one. Oh, that's so dude. So on that Facebook group I talk about, um, somebody was giving away a fire pit the other day. It's like, oh, we've used it like twice. And I was like, for some reason, I thought you had gotten a new one already. We were supposed to. And I was like, oh, man, if Tony didn't get that new one, this one looks pretty nice. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. We got a new one. What? But that's not why we're here. We're not here to talk about uh, fire pits and the weather. We're here to talk about beer. And home brewing, and the beer that we're drinking right now, Brandon. Thank you very much. Was voted number two in the AHA uh, Zymergy poll. It's a Pliny. Oh, so that was a American Home Brewers. Yeah, it's, it's based on home brewers. What they? Uh, okay. What they, I believe I'm, I'm. I'm almost positive that's what it was. I was yeah. just reading it. Uh, so, so it wasn't like a rate beer. No. Nope, no. Whatever. Um, Bell's Two Hearted was number one, and Pliny the Elder was number two. And we're drinking Pliny the Elder. It's been a while since I had this. I don't. I don't disagree. Compl- I mean, I don't know. I haven't had a lot of you know different style or you know different types of beer lately or different beers lately. Um, I like Bell's Two Hearted Ale though. Like, yeah, it's, it's a solid beer. It's a solid um, IPA. Did I get that right? Yeah, it's Bell's Two. Yeah, so it was Bell's Two Hearted, Pliny the Elder, uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, Founders KBS, Alchemist Heady Topper, uh, Founders CBS, and then it's a tie for seventh and eighth. Which is Founders All Day and Bell's Hop Slam. And then a tie for 9th and 10th is Founders Breakfast Stout and Well Works Juicy Bits. Then, oh, how do you pronounce that Cigar City IPA? Highlight? Highlight. Oh, Highlight. Highlight, yeah. yeah. Highlight. Uh, Treehouse Julius is tied for, I guess, 12th with uh, Three Floyds, Zombie Dust. Huh. And it goes to Left Hand Deschutes, Sierra Nevada, New, uh, New Holland, Lawson's Boulevard. Goose Island, Bourbon County, made it number 20. That's crazy. Yeah. And then uh, Rush River has another IPA, uh, Blind Pig IPA, which is the very last one. So, yeah. And the top breweries were Bell's, Founders, well, Rush be, River. It'll be interesting to try number two and compare that to the last one on the list, because I also have a Blind Pig. Mm. Do you really? Yeah. 
Weird. <laughs> oh, in your face, everybody. Brandon is awesome. So, uh, last time we spoke with you guys, we had our my neighbor Jeff on, and we were discussing Old Man Beards, which was basically just loggers of, uh, of days past. <laughs> that and, little men drink. And kind of the stories, well, not kind of, it was our stories around them. And ironically, I mean... Funnily enough, a lot of the ones had some Chicago history to them. So, yeah. Or, you know, Midwest history. So it was kind of nice to kind of get and dive through some of those. Totally. And I love the word funnily. So please yeah. continue to use that. Funnily enough. Uh, yeah. Funneling. And, and, having, and having Jeff on there was great and stuff like that. Uh, that's, that was pretty great to have him on there. Uh, I look forward to having him back on in the future for another episode. But uh, we are going to talk about the festival we just participated in, which was the Mount Vernon, the first annual, I'm leaving annual, yeah. first ever uh, Mount Vernon Homebrew Fest down in Mount Vernon, Illinois, which for those of you uh, who haven't been paying attention or don't know, it's a good four and a half, five hours away uh, south uh, from Chicago. About an hour east of St. Louis, yep. I believe. Um, so we went down for that. First off, I want to thank those guys for putting that on. That uh, was a lot of fun. The hell of a ride. Um, we got up very early. Brandon was very nice enough to sit on the porch waiting for Mike and I as we took our sweet time. Um, that was a, a, <laughs> a very... I did wait for a while. <laughs> it was a very quick trip. We, we got down there right away. We poured beer right away. We, had, we, we didn't even really hang out afterwards. Ended up eating wings, and then we were in bed by 8.30. Yeah, I mean, and that, it realistically, we couldn't have survived. I feel like, no, I, I mean, we, I went to the fest, like, I, I walked out of there completely sober, more or less. Um, I was exhausted and buzzed. And that's what, it, like, I was more exhausted than anything, and then at the same time, it was like, you know, we went to that bar, like, kind of sit around, like, they, so they had an after party that we were you know, obviously everyone was invited to. So we walked over there, kind of sat at a table. And our intention was to, like, grab some food, hopefully, and, you know, maybe have a drink or two and then be on our merry way. Well, we kind of looked around, and maybe it's our own fault for not asking. Um, we didn't go up to the bar. They're like, I don't think there was food. Um, and we had all realized that we hadn't eaten really since the McDonald's we had had on the way down there, which was at about like nine o'clock. I think it was earlier than that. I want to say it was like closer to like eight o'clock or yeah. seven o'clock, something well, like we that. We had stopped yeah. at the McDonald's and ran tool, so I know that. <laughs> um, Shout out to the McDonald's and ran tool. Yeah. Thank so you. So we were starving. Uh, and funnily enough, there it I'm is. Using that word for you. Love it. Uh, it was nice when we were coming into town. We actually passed our hotel. It was about a 10-minute drive from where the actual festival grounds Which were. Which is a very nice hotel. Yeah. And there was a Buffalo Wild Wings conveniently mm. located right across the street. Very convenient for us. Uh, so that ended up being us kind of almost all falling asleep at the table at this after party. We're like, we need to just get food. So we went over there. And had how many wings? 57 wings we ordered. We ordered 57 wings. So Between three of us. It yeah, was three of for us. three guys. Going, yeah. um, and then some sloppy-ass queso. Yeah, that queso um, can... Hey, Buffalo Wild Wings, get that shit together. We didn't that, complain because we were hungry. Yeah, that putting the pico in the queso, fine, that works. I get it. But that was like cold cheddar cheese soup but I, you know and i think like the problem with it was was they added like cold watery pico i think it's too, to too, to too much pico de gallo and then it just the temperature just dropped and yeah. it was like this sucks um, <laughs> it's like a storm and then the like there was chili in there too apparently um yeah i got a couple of chunks of meat i got a bean i remember that um 
and, and then we thought it was a great idea to order three large orders of wings, which comes with 19 orders or 19 wings apiece. Yeah. Um, we, the I- irony to that is we finished all of the wings except for about 19. Yeah. So we probably could have gotten away with just two large orders. That was good. It was good. But um, to the actual fest. Yeah, this isn't a review of, <laughs> this isn't in a review of our Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> we just, I do like talking about chicken wings. So. Yeah, actually, uh, I was going to bring some. I, for, I kind of forgot because I packed them up. I, I did some grilled wings tonight, and I got a little smoker box. So I put some wood chips in there to smoke them a little bit. I'll have to talk to you about that because I bought I bought one too, mm. and I haven't used it yet. It's a pain in the ass. Um, it's not as awesome as Well, I'm it, sure. But. but I also got, um, for Father's Day... For my grill, uh-huh. it's got the attachment for the the thermostat. Oh, nice! So the Bluetooth thermostat, with, which has two probes, so I can Sweet. put in two individual probes and you know monitor Probe two, two different, different types of meat. But yeah, so I've got the I bought the Weber smoker box. It's like this big and whatever. Oh, nice! And I've got um, Maker's Mark um, wood, chips. wood chips that nice. I still need to try to use. All right, yeah, we can we. Can. We'll talk offline, yeah. as Emil likes to say. Join us on our smoking podcast. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon officially hosts that one. <laughs> to sit in my yard and talk about the smoke. I'm just a special guest on that. <laughs> um, so anyway, so yeah, uh, the festival was awesome. Thanks to to Doug uh, and if, oh man, who Craig? else? Craig, Doug and Craig were like the two guys. guys. Yeah, right. And then we talked to Carl as well. Carl was. Maybe it was Carl. Maybe I don't know. Carl. Um, Sorry. Yeah. The um, sorry, we don't have the names in front of us. We do like you guys. Thank you very much for hosting that. Um, I gotta say, for it being the very first, you got number one. You guys sold out uh, your tickets, or the festival sold out all tickets, which was super cool. um, Considering this is the first event a homebrew event uh, there which is pretty cool and uh there was a lot of people there it was very well organized it was not hard for us to set up uh, once we got there i mean we had our own issues uh with the the beer and shit but uh everything was super well organized it ran very smoothly and um the uh, beers that i got to try i did really like um one that's two, two that stand out was that sour peach beer. Was it apricot? Sour apricot. Yes. Yeah, that sour. You and you told me to go have yep. that, right? You and Mike told me to drink that. And do you remember that guy's name at all? Nope. Mm, I'll have to. I'll have to look back and I'll have to link it. I can probably look up if I can. I don't know if they ever sent an updated map, but I could probably look at the map and make a guess. Oh, figure it out. Because I think they were right next to where they were they the, the ones right guys. next to the homebrew the home store. Shop, yeah. yeah. Which I have that name. Those guys were cool too. Um, so that uh, apricot sour was delicious. And then there's another guy out there who I don't know if he'd been. I think he'd been brewing for a while, and he'd been growing his own hops as well. And his two beers were just polar opposites. He had a session IPA and a double IPA, and both of those beers were really 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 good those are my my favorite beers of the day unfortunately we did not get to try the people's choice beer which was the dirty blonde bombshell i think it's what it's called yep. and i wish i would have known uh what that was because it's coffee and vanilla to a blonde ale yeah and i did so i i went up to them i, I, I saw tried, the sign i tried something from them and i don't i remember seeing the sign and i was like yeah, I'm not really in the mood for a blonde ale, but yeah, if I'd known those other play- flavor profiles, I did not were there, know those were in there. Yeah, that would have been uh, up there for me to try. That. 
Um, and Mike's Tart Cherry uh, Beer, which we can now call it, officially call it Tart Cherry Beer. We didn't really call it that because we weren't sure how sweet those Michigan cherries were going to be. That beer was amazing. I was very uh, proud to be serving that beer at the festival. I drank that the most. And overall, out of all the votes, uh, we did not win People's Choice. But when the votes were all tallied, Mike actually came in third place. They didn't announce third place or anything. There wasn't a first, second, or, th- or there wasn't a second and third. It was just first place. Yeah. But overall, Mike got uh, three uh, third, third best, uh, third most votes there for him. So just congratulations. Pretty damn good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to drinking that beer again. And I know it was not a, a cheap beer to make. It was ten pounds of cherries in a five gallon batch. This was two pounds of cherries per gallon. Just glad he finally found something to do with those cherries because well, he's been he, talking about it forever. Well, yeah, and he wanted to do so because he still has his barrel. He still has his barrel aged uh, wheat. Oh, yeah. So he's got to brew again. He's got to blend that soon. That's I know he was talking about doing that. But I definitely want to mess around with some of those sweet cherries again and doing the kettle sour. Um, but yeah, Emil's uh, IPA, IPA, Where's the Haze, bro? I call it. I said, bro. That's not supposed to be in there. Where's the haze? Is uh, that was pretty good. I liked it. I liked the way that turned out. There's a very little bit amount of that left at my house right now. I haven't been. I haven't drank it at all. It's, I made sure it was pouring. Should have so, brought it. I know. I should have. <laughs> Could have talked about it. Yeah. Damn it. Um, that was good. And then there's still some of the Doom Slayer or Soul shit Soul Survivor yeah. uh, cinnamon barrel aged out, which we didn't talk about. Um, we announced it. Right before we brought a variant, our first variant ever of the Barrel Age Soul Survivor, and we had added toasted cinnamon six to the keg, and I thought that turned out pretty darn good. It did. I mean, just how simple it was. Yeah. You just toasted two cinnamon sticks and tossed them in there. Yeah, man, that was it. I just actually soaked and, in some rum too. And they were still in the still in the yeah they're still in there now in the keg yeah yeah that's awesome. It it adds up. It if had we done more than that, it would have been overpowering. We probably could have got away with one stick. Would have been nice, but I thought that was a good amount of of, of cinnamon that ended up in that beer. Yeah, I feel like it, one would have gotten lost. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, now Emil's got um, vanilla, and I've got the dark cocoa powder. Oh yeah, still want to do that. I'm really not sure how vanilla vanilla is going to work fine. I I have I have concerns about adding the the cocoa powder. Yeah, because it's an already carbonated kegged beer uh, and it's powder yeah that's 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 a problem i think the vanilla well, maybe if we got that randall we can figure something out brilliant we might have a randall in the works but overall i mean that that fest was awesome that was a lot of fun um it was a hell of a ride if you were to ask me if i was gonna go again that's a big maybe yeah <laughs> yeah i just i mean just having to go there and back and that's such a short amount of time it was nice to be home by one o'clock or one or two or whatever when you and I were home, um, but man, I was just thoroughly exhausted. It would be cool if all those people were just like two hours closer. Yeah, and, and we we did kind of talk about this. If we did decide to do it again, um, we'd definitely probably go the night before. Um, I like the definitely probably too. And what I would assume, <laughs> sorry, the only thing I would funnily add enough, that, definitely probably yeah. we'd be going. <laughs> What, what would be awesome is if we could uh, move the date to not the current weekend that it is. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I feel like when we committed to this event, there was just so many other things that popped up that like yes. were a little bit closer. closer. Yeah, it would have been, yeah. you know, 
not better for us to do, but you know, springtime one would be would have been cool. Uh, so I don't know, maybe. I, and we also talked to Doug. You know, he he apparently both. I think Doug and Carl said they come up to Chicago every now and then. Yeah, I think is Doug's gonna be here in August. Doug will be up here next. Yeah. yeah. So actually, that'd be fun. Maybe we'll see if Doug wants to come on and bring some home brews because yeah. I didn't. Even, I had. I don't even think I got a chance to try any of Doug's beers. So you hear that, Doug? If you're listening. Um, Bring your beer. <laughs> bring your beer. When we talk, we'll have you bring some beer. Um, so, yeah. So, that was fun. And I think that's it for festivals this year. We're not doing anything else. I agree. It I, that, That's Because that's exhausting, thing. though. It is, man. I mean, the good news is is that we just acquired a jockey box. Maybe maybe if something else pops up that's a little simple, that's, like, hyper-local, like, Chicago would be great. I, I, it would, My backyard? It would be, re- yeah, it would be really cool. I don't yeah. know. Hear that, everybody? Brandon's having a homebrew fest this year. Uh, it would be cool to, to do something local. We travel for all these festivals that we uh, have participated in, and I, it sounds like... The Great Lakes Brew Fest is trying to get Homebrew Island, uh, some of us uh, Illinois people, up there. But um, that's. Yeah, I never got a status report tough. of like what happened in that meeting. But yeah, I'm I don't know. Maybe we'll follow up and see what's up. But uh, that that just that's just a lot of work. I'd like to go to the fest in general again, hang out. But you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, because even like if that opened up to where we were allowed to go back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think just at this stage in the game, I feel like we all have got so much going on that committing to being able to brew would be tough. I mean, yeah. we could do it. We could pull some stuff out. But, you know, I think last it was five gallons per person that was attending or something like that. Exactly. Like, we went up with, we had four beers? Yeah, we had four we beers. Had four beers, yeah. We had two stouts. Technically and... five because we had Mike Cider as a backup. Ah, right? uh, yes. But we just drank that ourselves. Yeah, which was <laughs> lovely. Uh, yeah. I'm glad everybody enjoyed that. I enjoyed it especially. So I couldn't drive later. Yeah, we couldn't. But that's the thing. It's like we. I don't mm. think we could get it together quick enough to do all that. Not this year, I don't think. Um, but if you know the the way gets paved again, it'll be something nice to plan for again next year. Yeah, definitely. And I'm. I'll probably look around uh, to see if any Chicago stuff. You know, coming. and if anything does happen, I do still have a hotel room secured in Racine for that week. Outstanding. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> we will be there. Uh, yeah, so overall, I will say that uh, the Mount Vernon Home Brew Fest was was awesome. It was it was a good time. So congratulations to those guys for the first doing that the first year. Um, you know, we'll we'll see how we we feel for next year. It has nothing to do with the fest. It has all to do with the travel. Yeah, that was just killer, man. Yeah, I mean, and the weather actually. I mean, it, it rained on and off. It only didn't get crappy until yeah. literally. We, right as it ended, it closed the fest down. It started pouring. Yeah, and, uh, and the sun was still out, which then was we went, also weird. And then we went to Buffalo Wild Wings, where it looked like it was the end of the world. Yes, outside. Um, so, and we saw some people from the fest at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, we did. That's right. And I yelled at them for not voting for me or voting for our beer. See, and that's and again, nothing. I yelled against, at them friendly. Nothing against you know all the the attendees at this fest, but. You know, most of them were friends with people that were already there, like that were there serving. So yeah, it seemed like uh, a lot of friends, or maybe a lot of friends and family came out, which is them. awesome. Yeah, totally. Um, and the, it, our expectation out of that was that you know, there's no way we'd win like first place, but you yeah. know, it'd be nice to play. I, I'd say sure. third is still awesome, dude. Third is considering we had good. no friends there except yeah. for Emil's one friend that was there. Yeah, and did he? I think he voted for one of the beers, <laughs> and we I don't even know which one he voted for no, actually. I, 
it was I think it was either the Meals IPA or the the tart cherry. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, I I almost want to. I think maybe if anybody if you haven't followed us on Instagram, you should. There's a couple of pictures in there. It's uh the number two the word twelve Murdu Club at Instagram. Uh, you can <laughs> actually it's at. You know how Instagram works, you crazy kids. We do have pictures of the beers up there, and that that tart cherry that Mike did was just it's a pretty beer, and it was delicious. And I really do wish we had some more of that on tap because I would I would drink the hell out of that all the time. Yeah, I don't know how we even thought that there would be any of that left, but I really wish there was. But I knew just as the day was going on, and pe- the people were coming up for it. I'm like, that's the one that's gonna go. Oh yeah, I mean, we had to fill. We were that we were having some issues with the the lines and everything, but having to fill up those pitchers. I remember the very last pour went to that guy who just kept coming back, coming back, coming back. I sought him out specifically. Oh, the warped tour guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, crap. What was his name? Sorry, warped tour guy. Sorry, warped tour guy. Yeah, you're awesome. Shoot us an email <laughs> or a message or something. Um, this might be uh, preemptive. It might be a little premature. It might be a little early. I'm gonna call a break. What do you think? Let's do it. Boom. First time you said your name was Anthony on here. Shit. Now everybody knows the truth. Sorry. Uh, Brandon, name. Brandon cracked open another Russian River beer that he promised he was going to do. Well, he didn't promise, but he said he's got it. It was a Blind Pig, which was uh, number 15 on the list. So we're drinking... We're lucky enough to drink two. I you said it was the last on the list. And which you think is 15? I well, think. I don't know. You said oh, the county was ties. 20. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's hard. Uh, oh, 24. It's tied for 24th place. I think, I want to say that out of this list, there's probably 30 beers. Uh, the way they Is have there a lot those. of ties in there? Because there's like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, then 2 tied for 7, 2 tied for 9th, 1, 11, 2 times for 12. So this is, yeah, 25th. So this is the 25th beer, is what it looks like. Right? How, how do you have a tie? Just have a, you know... Like, yeah, it's the 25th beer. Gotta so, be a showdown, you know? Um... So we had the second and 25th beer on the, the list from the AHA. The top-ranked beers for yeah. 2019. Nice. The best part is is that it, they're both Russian River. Yes. Chances of getting that in Chicago are... You can't. No. No, and I... I so the plan was, and we may do this again in the future, was to, to have a podcast over hype beers. Yes. Um, and I primarily got the Pliny for that. Um and then it was kind of looking for some other beers that we wanted to get. And 
I actually had a, a case of Yingling, um, but then at the baby shower, everyone drank my case of Yingling. Yes, it was um, very good. <laughs> I took and part then, in then, But then like, we thought of like throwing in some other things like zombie dust and you know stuff like that. But I, I didn't want to have to revert to local like hype beers um, because then it's just... it's just not as fun. The hype beer I want to try, um, that I don't know if I'll ever get to try it, is the the beer I talk the most shit about with a a meal is the Toppling Goliath KBBS. Oh, yeah. Uh, Because it's $100 for a 12-ounce bottle, which is... Ridiculous. And their explanation to me, because they did, I, I sent them a message on Facebook saying... Not a troll here. Just I, I really want to know what uh, why this twelve ounce barrel aged beer is a um, hundred dollars. <laughs> and they said it had to do with the quality of the ingredients and the wooden box that it's in. You said my response would have been like you could have just simplified it and said hype, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yeah, I don't... Uh, the Morning Delight, right? That's the other one they do? Yeah. Morning Delight. That was pretty good. I, I had that with Emil. had that... It was a Bears game. You guys had just left. Uh, Emil shared that at Ron's. Well, and I it, feel... It was decent. Yeah. I mean, I liked it. And I feel like the... Um, their other one that used to be like this huge deal was like Pseudo Sue. Um, yeah. Or I think it was just Pseudo, actually. Oh, yeah, because now it's Pseudo Sue because of the... The Sue, collaboration yeah. with um, field the Field Museum. And that's how they got it into Chicago. And now I think like you can buy it at like Binnie's. Yeah, you can buy it anywhere. Uh, they have double... And probably Fisherman's and stuff. Yeah. No, I know you get actually... Fisherman's, Fisherman's has it. Um, well, and Pompeii. And Pompeii is a beer that an India, or an IPA that I like from them. I just... Their, their price... I feel like we're getting we're kind of getting off uh, That's fine. course here, but uh, their price point to me just does not match what they're serving. It, it feels like it's price gouging to price gouge, and I know a lot of people. What I have read online, the reason why they're okay when I say the people like other craft beer enthusiasts are okay with uh, Toppling Goliath charging a hundred dollars is that the second uh, market. All right, my secondary that? market. Thank yeah. you, secondary market. You know, people gouge the shit out of those prices. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks that people pay for that, and it sucks that people do that. And it seems like Toppling Goliath wants a piece of that. Well, unfortunately for me, when I hear that you're just charging a hundred bucks for a single bottle of beer, that I ha- I haven't purchased a Toppling Goliath beer since I saw the post of KBBS being a hundred dollars for a twelve ounce beer and got the no pun intended, pseudo-true answer uh, of why it's $100. That's just bullshit. You're just price gouging fucking $16, $17 for a four-pack of 16-ounce cans for an IPA. Yeah. That, like, it's a regular IPA. It's a standard IPA. Yep. It, it's not, and I get, like, after doing some New England IPAs and how much money goes into making that, I understand why those are expensive. When you have a real New England IPA, or hazy IPA, those there's a lot of hops, a lot of work that goes into it. Even those milkshake IPAs that I don't like, all the lactose, all the fruit crap, everything goes into it. It's an expensive beer to make. So the crap of fruit. The crap of fruit is correct. Charging, you know, sixteen dollars for a four pack of that. I mean, that costs a lot of money. Now, you want to get crazy? 
$60 for a four-pack. Won't mention the brewery. That shit's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you're literally cutting off the aftermarket, or trying to as much yeah. as possible, or... And you're screwing, out, you're screwing over people like me, though. I don't do the aftermarket, Yeah, and I'm thrilled when I can come across... Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, thrilled when I can come across like a four-pack of something that is, you know... Yeah, but that's what I was going to say, though, is that's what, there's breweries that I won't go to because, um, you know, they'll have their beer on tap at certain places in the city and stuff like that. And it's their standard stuff. But then at their location is the only place they release, like, these special bottles. And, like, you know, they mark them up and people wait in these huge, massive fucking lines and you only have, like, a day or two to buy it because they allotted, like, you know, X amount yeah. for... <clears throat> you know, one day, you know, day one and day two, and you're literally dealing with lines around the block. I'm like, come on, like that's yeah. I'm, wh- why? I'm over it, and it even goes back to we've talked about Goose Island, Bourbon County, numerous times. For everybody who's listened to the show, yeah. <laughs> who's got who's followed us to episode number eleven today, um, you know how much we've talked about Bourbon County, how much we like Bourbon County, and Bourbon County was one of those first beers that, that everybody waited for, like that. And people still wait at the the Lincoln, uh, was it Lincoln, Lincoln Binnies, Park. Lincoln yeah. Park Binnies. And now I think it's just because it's it's almost become a tradition. Yeah, it's the thing uh, to do for people to do this. Like that's what they do. Um, I've noticed that we've waited in lines at a couple of uh, stores before, but at this point now we're lucky enough that it is readily available. You can. People going to Costco to get, <laughs> yeah, to get allotments. You know, uh, local stores got yeah, local Benny's have it. Jewel had it. Uh, Fishman had it. Um, I mean, there are liquor stores in our neighborhood now that still have Bourbon County sitting on the shelf. So I'm, I'm getting off track here, but I, I'm exactly what you're saying about like I don't want to wait in line for shit like that and build the hype. I don't care that much. I really don't. I I like the fact that there's a lot of really good beers sitting on the shelf right now that deserve my attention. Like, you know what's awesome? Uh, the Hubbard Cave stuff that's basically like diabetes in oh. uh, a can or bottle. I mean, that shit is delicious. You need to share it all there. A lot of their sweet stouts and things like that. And I, I, mean, I meant that as a compliment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I really love that stuff. I don't have to wait. I think that what I've seen is a couple of releases where, like, this Saturday we'll have this barrel-aged version of this. And everything else has been pretty much just readily available. And it is ten times better than some of the other shit that I've had that's like, I had to wait in a line for this and get this shit. And I yeah, and got it, it from here. Well, it's like, well, this is readily available here in Displains. Yeah, I mean, just talking about Hubbard's Cave. Or Niles or yeah, I mean, there. that mm-hmm. whole area. But it just... Especially where they're located in this unassuming strip mall right now, like next for now, to a yeah, Chinese yeah. restaurant. Yeah, yeah and, it just, and it just says brewery yeah. in big red letters. For now, which and it's awesome because their new location is going to be a little bit closer and a lot bigger. So that'll yeah. be exciting to kind of see what they do. And speaking of that, going well, that's sorry, that was kind of the end of my. my no, I was going to say, well, maybe we can get in touch with Jerry and be like, hey, man, you want to talk to me about you on the podcast? Let's you want to talk about your Let's do it, Jerry. new place? We got to talk, Jerry. Jerry. Speaking Jerry. of places that might be moving, we should get a chance going uh speed of places that might be or that are expanding there's talk this week of maplewood looking for a new location and that new location might be not far from here we're at your house yeah so it said 
Um, Great, now people know where you live. Well, the, the one article I read said Mayfair. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's... T- which is weird because if you go two blocks is. down is Old Irving Brewery, mm-hmm. who claims that they're in Old Irving Park. So, which I think they are. I think um, they're technically a Old Irving. So that I mean, it could very well be a dividing line over there for Mayfair. So at but, the end of the day, I don't give a shit. I'm just happy they're gonna. I mean, I like I like the location they're at. It's just too small. I've never been there. Where are they at? You've never been to Maplewood? No. Oh boy, we got Tony go. never takes me anywhere. I went with Clark. Clark took me. Oh. We went to the Hawks game. Sorry. Fuck you, Clark. Hear that, Clark? You're a piece of shit. <laughs> I just said uh, we should. He called you a piece of shit. We, sh- we should go to Maplewood. Kevin, Kevin's a big fan of Maplewood as well. Um, yeah. Just naming all the past guests who <laughs> might like Maplewood. But having Maplewood in the neighborhood would be awesome. Super cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I love their I've beers. heard great things, so. Yeah. Um, you were originally talking, when we during the break, you and I had gotten on to about circling back for the Mount Vernon Homebrew Fest. Was there Correct. other beers you wanted to talk about? I don't remember. And so it, it, I tried a couple of. I mean, here's the weird thing: it's like I don't remember the names of the beers that I tried. Um, yeah, I just remember what I drank. A like couple style. of styles. Um, the guys that won most of the awards, they were like in the back corner from us. Which, by the way, that was just one guy, and those were all his friends. Yeah. He brewed all those beers. Yeah. So congratulations. Was, to was, him. That, like, was that the eight beer guy uh-huh. or whatever? Yeah. Um, I think they had a quad, and that was pretty decent. Well, he had a lot of good beers. Um, there was a quad. Uh, if you hear moving around, um, don't worry. Nothing's falling around around us. It's just my wife moving the kid around. It's yeah. all good. Most background noises in our episodes is our wives doing things. Sounds yeah. like your sounds like your son's awake. Might need to poop. <laughs> Hope he does. <laughs> um, that was good. And then so, and I think you brought it up too. The guy who had just started brewing like two months prior. Mm-hmm. I don't. Was that the guy that grew his own hops that did the Pliny yeah, clone? And that. Sh- the guy yeah, that he did do a Pliny Cone. So did he just start was brewing? All, two months ago, he said he started brewing. And the guys that were standing next, that were in the booth next to him, were like, oh, yeah, they got me into brewing. Like, I hung out with them. Like, you know, they, sh- they showed oh, me how to wow. do it. So he went and just found a recipe for a Pliny Cone. And then the reason this came up was because I asked, you know, I tried it, and it was tasty. And I asked him what hops he used. And then he kind of like laughed at me. He's like, "Do you really want to know?" And I was like, "Sure." And he like pulled That's out funny his phone. because yeah, you were the you had asked him after I had already talked. He did the same thing, and yeah. he like literally went through and he like read every single hop. And I was, and then he goes, "Yeah, it was, it was a Pliny clone." I'm like, "You could have just said that." And yeah, like, just called it a day. It out, yeah. Like you know, yeah. Um, but it was good. Like I mean, that it was, was a great beer for it being a clone. Uh, he knocked it out of the park. And yeah, I, I obviously didn't wasn't doing a side by side, but it was a solid brew. Should have brought a Pliny with you. I know, idiot. Now, did he do? That's not that I can't remember. Was it Pliny the Elder or Pliny the Younger? Yeah, I don't know. And I've never done a uh, Pliny. I've never had Pliny the Younger. Neither have I. That's the one that's released like once a year. That's the one that there's everyone like lines up for. And people still go kind of nuts about this one, but now it's. I mean, when it like so the place I get it from in San Francisco, and I'm I'm not going to give away the name because people are going to go there and buy it. Although they'll never be there when I'm there. Um, But they ninety percent of the time they have. Bottles beyond bottles of that stuff there. That's awesome. Um, so they had a ton of bottles of that, and they had a ton of bottles of Blind Pig. So, Which I would totally have that again. Yeah. Uh, Blind Pig's good. I'm almost done with it. Uh, both of them. I, and I think you and I both said that it kind of, it's it's a not as, uh, I don't want to say better, yeah, not as assertive as uh, Pliny. Correct. Is. Uh, both are good. Pliny is delicious. 
Yeah, but kind of going back to like the beers that I enjoyed there, mm-hmm. I do like the apricot one, obviously, because I sent you back for yeah. that one. Um, and again, I feel bad because the dudes that were to the right from us that we kept asking them for things and then oh. telling them never mind. Yeah, you know what? They actually had a good beer. I'm sorry, I don't know. Their you coffee stuff was solid. I tried that when I told you, and they used because uh, it was it was like the perfect amount of of coffee in there. It wasn't like super bitter. Yeah. It was just right. And I forget yeah, awesome. the I forget the kind of coffee he said he used. Sumatra. He yep. used Sumatra for it. I didn't forget. Hmm. Nice. I lost good, job, my, good job, memory. I lost my fanny pack, though, that I got. Whatever that like little cooler thing. Oh. Oh, no. I know where it's at. It's in the trash can. It's in the trash can. <laughs> I think can. mine's still in there, because I never took mine. Perfect. Then we probably both have ours in there. I don't know whatever I use it. Oh, and they, uh, I mean, I, it wasn't my favorite beer or one that I preferred in any means, but they also made a fucking glitter beer. Oh, yes. I said it. Fucking glitter. Yeah. And so, it tasted good. You let me yeah, have some of it. No, it was it was a solid beer. I yeah. mean, it wasn't like my favorite by you know by any means. Taste but beer. it was a solid beer, yeah. and it was just hilarious because I, I was wondering what the hell they kept doing. Is they had flashlights and people were asking them stuff, and they were shining a light to the beer. And from where we were standing, I couldn't really tell what was going on. And I just thought maybe it was an unfiltered beer, and people they're showing them, hey, look, you can see you know hot particles or yeast particles, whatever. I think for Halloween, I'm gonna make a glitter. And beer. then some woman was like. Oh, they made a glitter beer. I'm like, the fuck they did? And I went over there. I'm like, I was like, did you guys do a glitter beer? And the guy's like, yeah, we did. I was like, all right, let me try it. And it was, yeah, it was awesome. Um, what I did not do to see the next morning if I shit glitter, but <laughs> probably would have been a good thing to check. Oh, my God. Shit and glitter. That's the name of our next podcast. Uh, it's about crafts. Actually, that's my wife's podcast. My wife ever does a podcast, I'm going to say you should call it Shit and Glitter. And it's about crafts. Oh, if, if we ever make a glitter beer, we'll just call it like, oh, my God. I almost oh. knocked my mic over. Jesus. Uh, we'll call it like unicorn shit or something. Like that's that. what I said. I think for Halloween, that's what I want to do. I want to do a, uh, uh, I, as soon as you said unicorn, that's exactly what I was thinking. You and I, always on the always on the same uh, page there. Unicorn, unicorn. You can't call it unicorn blood. That's already a beer. It's a shirt you're wearing. Damn you, Pipeworks. <laughs> Damn you, Pipeworks, with your brilliant names. Um, we can, oh, we can call it like Fat Guy vs. Unicorn. <laughs> uh, that's okay. We have to see if we can maybe see if we can get some type of clone recipe for this. Do like, uh, Fat guy versus unicorn and just make it a glitter or beer. Or call it like unicorn liquid that makes you live. Shut up. That's enough. But glittery. <laughs> but glittery. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right. So, I'm, I'm, you got anything else for this one, man? I, I, I'm a little upset that we didn't try any food when we were down there. Like, yeah, we had Buffalo Wild. Oh, well... <laughs> <laughs> Mike tried. Wait, you, were, Mike was the only person who didn't try Bob Evans. You've had Bob Evans before, right? I, I don't remember. I think I have. I don't remember 100%. Well, we did have the next morning, uh, since we all went to bed around 8.30 and we are all snoring machines and nobody died from all the wings we <laughs> ate. No death from wings or apnea. Yeah, yeah, thank God. <laughs> hmm, gotta get that looked at, Tony. Um, we went to Bob Evans in the morning and Bob I gotta say, Evans, don't know I hate brown gravy when it comes to biscuits and gravy don't give me brown gravy give me white gravy i thought white gravy was a southern thing uh, maybe i'm wrong, Am I, wrong I, mean, about I don't that? know which is very disappointing but uh i didn't really care for that breakfast that morning but it was only like 12 bucks so 
That's well, your whole breakfast basically consisted of the gravy. So. The gravy, yeah. That's kind of the downer for me. Mike got the everything. Yeah, literally yeah. everything. Almost everything. We didn't have that. The fuck was that thing that I had? That oh, the, it was basically like a fried grits. Fried grits. Was it? Yeah, fried grits. It was like cornmeal or yeah, fried grits. Duh. <laughs> fried like uh, grits uh, patty that I'd fuck around with I'd make a sandwich out of that yeah. and regret it as soon as I was done eating it 100% so I'd pour like white gravy over it and sausage and, oh, oh, oh. I've been to Ellie's twice in two weeks just so you know Ellie's Pancake House I love that place fucking love that place it's so good we we have, a, let's do a breakfast podcast next time um, what I should uh, there's a place up in um, I don't know where the hell it is but it's near like River, it's like Belmont and like River Road almost. Mm. Um, if you've ever been to like Halakahiki mm-hmm. or that yeah. place, um, it's like a half a mile away from there. It's a place called Blondie's. Ah, sounds familiar. It's a diner, it's just like a diner. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure I've driven by it a couple times. And a neighborhood guy that, I, that grew up in my, in my neighborhood as a kid, like he moved to Portage Park. And he, like, every Saturday and Sunday, like, if he goes out, he's posting, like, where they're going for breakfast. And he went to Blondie's and gone back there, like, several times. Hmm. So the one day I told Becca, I was like, we should go try that place. She loved it. We've been back, like, three or four times. Really? It was that good. I'm looking for new breakfast spots. I like it. Well, Fishman, I want to go there for brunch. And apparently Easy Street's brunch is supposed to be phenomenal. Uh, I've been told that their biscuits and gravy... Now, I might be mixing this up, but I'm pretty sure that their biscuits and gravy come with fried chicken, or it's like chicken and waffles with sausage gravy, something like that. Uh, But they also have a breakfast pizza. So, And then there's always Fanny's. You and I have been to Fanny's numerous times. It's nice to know that I can have a rotating brunch schedule now for places. Yeah, totally. Looking forward to doing Fishman for when the Bears games start. I want to go there, have brunch, and then watch the Bears. And just, I told Laura that on Thursday. I go, and you won't see me until the evening. <laughs> go there, have brunch, not leave until it's over. Take Monday off. It'll be great. Uh, speaking of which, we are going to get back together with uh, the crew over at Fishman's to do a follow up. Like I was telling Brandon, did have a conversation with Gus recently, and it sounds like some part deal. Some things are popping off for a part deal, and I, I told him a couple times as Laura and I were uh, about to eat, and I kept every time Gus had said something I'm like, "Sounds like that would be good for episode two. So I'm, I wonder, hope, hope he didn't get annoyed with that. Was he bartending? <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. He was there. He was getting, he was wrapping up the bottle shop. So we're gonna do that. I'm gonna talk to him, uh, and we've got some other things in the works. Uh, I think we're gonna finally make it out some breweries we had planned on uh, doing. I'm gonna hit the the pavement here and see if I can uh, get uh, get us into some places. Brandon has done a bunch. Brandon's also I'm dad duty a lot, and I'm, I can't put that I can't put that on him. I can't I can't. He does a lot. He does a lot for being a full time dad and full time podcaster with me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and job. yeah, and a full time job. So I'm gonna try and step this up and see if I can get us in some other places. We also need to get into um, emptying the cellar with the brew club, uh, which I keep saying it, and I keep saying it, and I keep saying it. Um, we'll, we'll hopefully be able to get into that um, this summer because you know that's the best time to dig into a cellar is to uh, in the summer. Oh, look at these tasty stouts. Look at these tasty stouts and barley wines and sours. Let's let's just go crazy. <coughs> sours uh, I'm okay with. Not, I'm not that Yeah, I know, no, for sure. But some of the sours that uh, these guys have are like barrel-aged sours, yeah. too. No, I'm also excited to... I'd, I'd like to revisit New England IPA 
now that I've done one, now that I've done one based on what Eric has told us to do, the way to do it, I would like to go ahead and maybe have Eric come back and have us, maybe maybe I'll get Clark to do one as well, maybe get you to do one as well, me, you, and Clark, oh my god, maybe me, you, and Clark can all do a New England IPA, is there anything in that? What are you pouring? You need to tell me what you're pouring. Uh, it's Utopias, right? Yep. What year? 2010 or 11? Uh, I was there when you opened that bottle like four years ago. Yep. Now it looks like you're almost done with that bottle. We're about to drink it now. It's getting towards the end. This is great. Ooh, it's like a cognac. Um, oh my God, it smells like chocolate syrup. And it brandy. smells like Hershey's chocolate syrup. It does, 100%. Interesting. Well, that's a good way to end the episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so maybe we'll do a New England IPA episode again. I'm very proud of what I did. And I'm done rambling at this point. And I will let uh, you ramble on for an ending here. Holy cow, have you tried it? No, I'm sorry. I feel like it's, it's odd with this beer. Oh my god! As long as it sits in there, and even though like I pour, I poured some out throughout the years. It's like butterscotch. It gets more and more caramel. potent. Yeah, like, it's so good. This could have been an after the final pour, which we haven't done in a while. Yeah, I was thinking about it, but then I was like, "There's probably not enough in there for us to." No, you're right. Oh well. The reason why I'm really amped about doing the after the final pour because Kevin and I have written a theme song. So I <laughs> we haven't recorded one since. After, we did the whole show of After the Final Pour. So there won't be another After the Final Pour until around the time Jeff's back on in December. <laughs> after the Final Pour! That's kind of what it sounds like, just so you guys know. Something to look forward well, that, to. After the Final Pour should be like the filler episode, like when we can't get it together for a week. Like. Which is getting tough. This was We almost didn't do this one this week. Yeah. I almost rever- And I messaged Brandon. We have one episode kind of in the in the, the background here um that is the very first test episode that we did where we sat around and reviewed i think six beers oh yeah six beers in my basement and we thought the computer died at one point like i don't i don't i don't want to edit that i i'm gonna leave that in i'm gonna tell everybody that right now yeah uh so we almost we almost did that this week but uh nope we didn't we did a new one we did a new episode for you guys and we appreciate everybody who keeps listening to the show and brandon and i appreciate you and making the time yeah, to do this do. with me. And, uh... Yeah, I think this is a good spot to call it. Yeah. Also, I don't have to do a lot of editing. I'm going to l- not even listen to this all the way through. I'm going to make sure all the levels sound let good. Let it ride. And just <laughs> let it ride. Nice. There's no editor notes tonight. I like it. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. See you guys next week. Or in two weeks. Fuck. <laughs>